Welcome back to the program. I'm Rubina Ahmed Hawk sitting in for Jeff MacArthur, and this is the Jeff MacArthur Show. I have a little PSA for anybody that wants to get around the city this weekend. On Sunday, there are going to be some major closures. Don Valley Parkway is going to be closed to traffic from York Mills to Gardner Expressway from uh, 2 a.m. on Sunday all the way to 2 p.m. because of the Bike for Brain Health event. There's other events that are closing down the Gardner Expressway. There's going to be delays on the GO train. So my best advice, if you are traveling, especially on Sunday, is that you check all the routes before you head out. Uh, Active TO is happening. That's gonna, uh, that's going to create traffic problems in Scarborough from Brimley Road to Scarborough, Scarborough Golf Club Road. Uh, that's starting early Saturday morning. Check the routes. Check the GO train schedule. Make sure that you uh, sort of pack the patients before you leave because it's going to be a busy one. And it looks like it's going to be a beautiful weekend too. So everybody wants to get out and about. So if that is what your agenda is, maybe leave just a tiny bit early so that when you show up at your destination, you don't feel so stressed out, which often people, I live in the burbs and sometimes my brothers complain how long it took. I said, didn't you check the traffic before you left? It would have helped you out. That's my advice to anybody that's traveling anywhere around the city. So heads up to anybody driving or public transit. That there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of events happening that are going to affect uh, that mode of travel. Another mode of travel that a lot of us are used to is airplanes, and uh, of course, uh, airplanes. They're this one of the safest ways to travel around the world. Um, and although a lot of people do have a fear of flying, uh, you know, the, the data does not prove that. The data shows that. It, uh, Flying around airplanes is one of the safest ways to travel. But one thing that's been happening, and is not necessarily with passenger planes, uh, Canada's military is accusing Chinese warplanes of harassing its patrol aircraft as they monitor, monitor North Korea. Um, on some occasions, they say between April 26th and May 26th, aircrafts of the People's Liberation Army Air Force, or PLAAF, approached a Royal Canadian Air Force plane um, and they came close enough that the plane had to go off its uh, off its uh, normal track. Uh, in some cases, there's also situations where uh, the pilot, the Canadian pilot, said that they could make eye contact with the other pilot. That's how close these two planes came together. Um, this is, of course, in retaliation of some of the issues that are happening between Canada and China right now, mainly uh, banning uh, Huawei uh, from the 5G network. That's a recent um, development that's happened in Canada. It's something that the United States had done many years ago, three years ago. Canada just did that now. Uh, and so this is something, and this is very unsafe, the fact that planes are coming this close to each other. I actually read a while ago that one pilot um, gave the other pilot the bird, like fl flicked him off. So he was close enough that he could see a person's Hand. And so that's a really scary situation to be in. I wanted to bring in our next guest who can tell us a little bit more, not necessarily about the politics of what's happening, because we know that this is all uh, in, in, you know, uh, because of tensions that are between the two countries right now, but how unsafe this is for planes to be flying this close to each other. Todd Curtis is an aviation safety expert and founder of airsafe.com. Todd, welcome to the program. Well, thank you for having me today. Could you break down uh, how dangerous this is, this story that uh, the, the, the Chinese warplanes are coming this close to, to the Canadian planes, uh, so close that the pilots are saying they can make eye contact with the other pilot? Well, uh, first, uh, that sort of behavior, that is one country flying close to another country's borders in order to monitor uh, military political happenings, that's been going on for generations. 
And in fact, there is a well-exercised set of procedures that both sides would take if they approach closely. And basically, um, what you said earlier about the people uh, giving each other the bird, that's part of the history of this sort of thing. The U.S. and the Soviet Union, later the U.S. and Russia, and so on and so forth. Uh, but there, is, there are some internationally recognized procedures to keep things from getting dangerous. Now, this particular incident is worrisome because the Canadian aircraft designated the CP-140 is a variant of the U.S.-designed aircraft, the P-3 Orion. In 2001, 21 years ago, there was actually a mid-air collision between a P-3 Orion and a Chinese military fighter. Uh, the fighter pilot was lost at sea and presumably killed. The P-3 was heavily damaged. They were forced to land in China, the island of Hainan, and the crew was uh, detained for about 10 days, and the aircraft was confiscated by the Chinese. In the end, there were some dis diplomatic niceties, and the crew re was returned. But this illustrates that this is not all fun and games. It could very quickly degenerate into something that could be of danger to the Chinese and the Canadian crews. I mean, in some cases, they've had to divert their path really quickly. Um, tell us what that means for someone who doesn't understand what it means to operate a, a, an aircraft. What kind of danger does that put the pilot and anyone who's in that aircraft in? Well, the danger exists if either of the crews, either the fighter pilot crew or the mating crew, uh, makes an error in judgment in trying to avoid a collision or in trying to demonstrate how great a fighter pilot they are on the Chinese pilot side. And human error exists in every kind of aviation, even when you have highly trained, uh, highly experienced pilots. Uh, things should happen very quickly where what is a seems to be a safe passing distance suddenly becomes a life or death situation. And to make a long story short, the Canadian aircraft is built more like a turboprop, turboprop transport airliner. That is, it can mm -hmm. make a maneuver but nowhere near as quickly or as deftly as a fighter pilot could. So, uh, again, if the fighter pilot is used to flying close to other aircraft, which is part of the standard fighter pilot training around the world. And it sounds so scary. Todd, sorry, we have to leave it there. We're out of time, but I definitely want to pick up this conversation in the future because it just seems like such a dangerous way that uh, uh, the, the pilots, the Chinese pilots are operating right now. Thanks so much for your time, Todd. Yeah, thank you for having me, and I hope that nothing happens between these two pilots. Absolutely. Todd Curtis is aviation safety expert and founder of airsafe.com. I'm Rubina Ahmed-Huck, and this is The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.